this is Pastor Troy. You're on the dock on the dock.org every Tuesday and Thursday with incredible releases. Come on out, check out what shows are coming up next. We're going to have a good one for you today, but let's tell you how to get connected. First of all, we have one rule we're all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. So we want you to come sit down with us for a little bit of time, get a little information that we want you to get your little boat going out of the harbor and get out there and do the things of God. God's calling you to do some cool stuff and we want to fuel you for that journey today. It's going to be great. Also, you can find us on various platforms, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes are our big ones. If you want to see our pretty dressages, I guess, dressage. If you want to see our beautiful dressage, then you got to go to YouTube, but Spotify, iTunes, <laughs> that's our radio show. Go what, watch that. What is a dressage? Dressage is that it's a, it's like, like when you have like a little, the little, you know, like the little statues where it's just a head. I thought like, that was called like a, a bust. A bust. It's a bust. But that's a, the, 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 the look of that is a dressage. <laughs> our beautiful face. I'm going to have to Google this. Dressage. <laughs> I believe you, but. I went to a very. If you can figure out, I went to. Let me just tell you, my vocabulary. So I went to a very expensive high school. I believe you. I mean, more expensive than my college. You're significantly smarter than me, so I have no reason. No, 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 no. I'm not smarter than Luca, but I'm I'm Luca smart. You're Luca. Yes, I'm Luca smart. Your son's Luca smart. I'm Luca smart. But but listen, in my high school, our junior English class was called Word Wealth. They only their whole goal was to prepare us for the SAT. So you just learned words crazy stupid words and so i've been waiting to, i had to work on pronouncing that because it's been i'm now 55 56 so now i'm using the senior menu at ihop so now i have to occasionally <laughs> when i bring up or like dressage, i have to think now that's a long time ago 35 years ago dr- 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 dressage so i have to exercise that you got but, to because my brain at this stage is shrinking it's a good word i just i've never heard everything else ever in heard. my body is swelling and getting fatter my brain is shrinking <laughs> can you imagine that it's everything about a man gets bigger except for their brain as they get older. It's just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and yeah. their heart. Yes. Sometimes your heart gets bigger. Check us out on all the different platforms. I don't know how I got off on all this. Go watch our platforms and see my dressage. See Ben's, okay? All right. And Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, Sermonette. And you go to social media. You can talk to us about your fancy words. <clears throat> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. And hit subscribe, like, notify. If you just hate the use of that word, tell us that. We'd love to hear it. We'll treat that as educationally critical and not mean and nasty. Don't be mean and nasty. Share things. Hit like. Tell others about us. Harass people. Go to my Patreon or on the doc site at my Patreon. We'd love to have you as a partner or a sponsor. We're still trying to get money together to get Lucas a microphone. He's got a camera, but no microphone. You become a a Patreon sponsor. We have several platforms and tiers and a partner, and we'll tell you how to do that. We'd love to promote you and let you help us sponsor uh, this show. So check that out. Go to onthedoc.org, find out all about those platforms and how to connect with us, and you can email us at info at onthedoc.org. All right, we're back on the show here. I got Ben Adelini with me. Ben, you doing well? So good. Yeah, so good. Lucas is still with us, our techno wizard. He looks so good back there. He has no microphone. Did I mention my Patreon? Three levels of sponsorship. Look at his cor- levels of his corsage, though. You can see his dress, his dressage. Yeah, that's what I said. God, corsage. <laughs> Golly, you have no idea what his voice sounds like because you can't hear because you have a microphone. Help us out. Help a brother out. We're on a show here. We're in the Worship Leaders of Southern Illinois series, a super series, season two series, and we're back with our good brother, Josh Cross. Josh, how you doing? Doing good. Shows? Thank you, you so much. You survived the first episode? Yeah, loved you're, it. You've not been beat down or anything? Nope. 
Yeah, we talked really. Ben didn't correct me that first one. No, but, but you've asked. He's just church. Be, be be prepared on the doctor. He's been asked to be rebuked and corrected throughout this episode. So if you just see Ben ceaselessly flogging him for no reason, it's because he asked for the flogging. I'm, I'm going to correct him on things that literally he's 100 percent right on. Yeah, but I didn't ask you to correct me. You took all my word dressage. I mean, take him on. I mean, we'll look at his. Look, look at by the way. Look at his massage today. It looks amazing. Massage. His massage. Massage. <laughs> I mean, we we went from massage to corsage to. Oh. I'm saying the same thing. I, I don't know what the problem is. We're here with Joshua Kralis <laughs> and his co-host, one of his worship uh, partners in ministry. Yeah. Yeah, and her name is Bailey. Bailey, tell us about Bailey. And your last name is Framberg, right? Yes. Bailey Framberg is with us. She's part of the platform team at LifeSource. Yes. So did you just pick her up off the streets or did you grow up at Life? How did you get to LifeSource? You didn't tell us that in the first episode. Um, I think I... Mm. How did you get there? I think I started LifeSource maybe a year after they started. started. Maybe a year and a half. Mm. Um, and then... She's been stuck with us ever since. Yeah. Did she get there before you or after yeah, you? Yeah, she was there before me. So she predates you. So Joshua came there because they meet on weird times. We'll tell you all about that in a minute. This <laughs> church meets like Sunday at 1130, and they meet on Thursdays. Who meets on Thursdays? But because they met on Thursdays, he was looking for a church. God steered him to a church that meets on Thursdays. There's only one in Southern Illinois. That's Life Source Church. So Come see it. us. And you got there, so you spent time there. Yeah. You moved into kind of worship involvement and then worship yeah. leadership. But somewhere you, you interacted with her. Has she mm -hmm. been on the platform that whole time with you? Yeah, she's been up there the entire time with me. She's a very anointed, powerful woman of God. And, you know, God's just building her up. And she's got a voice that will just... Uh, well, thanks for bringing her in. Yeah, and you guys are all going to after in, in, in all three of these episodes that we're doing with them, make sure you stay online and listen to the incredible worship piece they're going to present. It's going to be great. Ben, did you help them with that? Yes, he did. Uh, uh, yeah, I played acoustic. You were, it's Ben on leading acoustic. Yeah, and who who who, who <laughs> did he did he play keyboard? Oh yeah. Do you play yeah. keyboard? Do you want to correct him or anything? This is your chance. No, he's a far better musician than I am. Oh man, yeah, no correction. <laughs> I thought we were gonna slap him around or something. <laughs> Golly, how did Bailey do? She, her voice just brought the whole house down. Should we be recruiting Bailey? We could get Bailey and Brock. Brock's the drummer and, and Josh. It's, it's, and Brent. Look, I call when I, I call. Like to harmonize with. Pastor I just want to say. Pastor I just, just want to say this. I want to say this. Joshua has respect for you. So, I know most people don't, don't bend why. in the church. I know, but I called Joshua and said, Joshua, we need to shoot this piece. Uh, Where's we something? Would you come down and and and, sh and shoot? Actually, actually, I called when he called him. I didn't say that. I called him and said, Hey, I got rid of Ben. He's been a real problem. You want you want the job? Mm -hmm. And he and he says. Oh, Ben's been let go. He says, I'm taking him at life source. I thought that's not what I called for. So he sucked you up before I could even tell him I was kidding you. But I said, now, he's mine. He's mine. I said, oh, no. You're like, you're like Ben murdered 46 people. Yeah, hey, I'll, take it. I'll, take, take, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Like, right, do you know where he is? <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to get Brock. <laughs> and now head. I want Bailey. So we're working on it. But, but the fact <laughs> that y'all have 1130, we can get you here and get you back. And we'll use that airplane. You drop off. You'll be right in there. Go to episode one. You'll find out how we'll get you back. Check out their first episode. We're going to use Cape Air. You can hang on each wing, both of you. There you go. Cape Air Plus. This, this episode is sponsored by Cape Air. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cape Air needs to pay for this spot so we can get the microphone for Lucas. Life Source Church Meets. There you see 1130. Let me put that. I got it up. Okay. Good. And they, guys, they have a meal. Yeah. What time is the meal? Five? So it's yeah. So this is a little four. dated one. It's dated. Oh no, I'm sorry. So our our meal actually starts at four and it runs to six or six thirty, 
And then we do that on Thursdays, and now we do it on Fridays so as well. I'll get an update graphic for this thing soon. But Thursday and yeah. Friday, you have that. You have service afterwards on Thursdays. Yes. Yes. But there's yep, no service afterwards on Friday. We actually have a no recovery service. group on Friday after that. That meets after, after that. Yeah. Fantastic. That, your church has a large, a large group of people in recovery, yeah. right? Yes. yes. It's a unique ministry. It, it's, I mean, it's something you guys do very well. Yeah. I, I would send people there because you, your pastor's got a heart for that. Your yes. team's got a heart for that. Yeah. You get great victories and deliverance. You, you're always going to have setbacks, but, but, but you guys really aren't scared to take on that. that type yeah. We got powerful um, recovery leaders that meet every Friday and they just, you know, they have a heart for it. If you're out there and you're struggling with something like that, some addiction, I want to highly recommend you come have dinner with them on Friday. Yeah. Find out how to get in a recovery group, get in worship there. Yeah. And I would say that if you're anywhere in Southern Illinois, it's worth the drive. Absolutely. Even if you have to figure out how to get off the exit, it was frankly. <laughs> with I all think the if there's food around, there's definitely going to be people showing up. I, I agree with that. They got a great church worship. In a, it's old school. It's old. Yes. Right. Was, it, was it elementary school or junior high? Yeah, it was the old um, elementary school. Yeah, they've done a good job. You, you wouldn't know when you're in the sanctuary or in that place that you got that thing ready to go, got some good things. And we found out, Joshua, you're married. Your wife's name again? Whitney. Whitney. And we also found out that, Bailey, you're married. Yes. So both of you, but you're not married to each other. No. Guys, they're, they're not husband and wife here. Just make it clear. No. He's got Whitney. Let me go back and show you Whitney again because I don't want to be in so Whitney's beautiful. Yes, she I don't is. know She's whether perfect. I don't know whether Bailey got a troglodyte or, or something like that troglodyte or whatever, but but it's not him. Okay, again, all right. Yeah, What's yeah. that troglodyte? <laughs> it's like a one-eyed beast, you know, with one unibrow. Okay, so yeah, yeah. we it's, don't know what he it's looks like. It's something out of Lord of the Rings, you know, yeah, an orc. You know, but we don't we, we don't have any pictures of him. But you're but but you're married. Yes. It, 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 does he have all? Does he is he is he normal? He's normal. Let me answer that he's for you. Okay. He's, he's normal. normal. Right. Let me go ahead and answer. Let me go ahead and answer that it, for you. Bailey. Is he's good look? Is he good looking as Ben? Just he's he's beautiful. Oh good. He's, he's, he's himself. <laughs> Josh, you answered the question. Ben sets the standard. Okay, for I'm here for you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. You notice we use Ben as the standard. Yeah. We don't use Lucas because Lucas is way better looking than Ben. And he's a higher skin. We right. start with the See, low yeah, part. Sure. Ben, it makes sense. Ben's a very average guy. <laughs> All right, we got to get back into this. The heart of worship last episode was yeah. getting you said getting back to the purity, the one on one, the connection is what it's all about for you at Life Source. Yeah. You're, you're trying to get people and you're doing the Mary Challenge. Yes. You're trying to get people to spend thirty days, thirty minutes with God and worship yeah. and, and time with God. And I think that's great. So yeah. we're going to go deeper. We're going to exploit that a little yeah. bit. So let me get in the first question with you. Uh, let's talk about your process a little bit. Yeah. Because I, I, I know we're going to get into the worship part. Yeah. But you got to get the service on. Yeah. And so behind that beautiful time you spend at, from 1130 to 12 at night, however long you guys go, you guys can go forever. We go sure. for a while. For yeah. a while, right, yeah. Bring food. Yes. Okay. <laughs> snack time. Bring snack time. Yeah, snack time's good, though. I like that. But, but, but however long you go... You know, there's more than that. The worship service is not just that moment. Right. There's planning. It goes into that selection of song, picking the people on the platform, kind yeah. of making sure you're prepared. Tell us a little bit about what it looks like to work with your lead pastor or whoever's preaching yeah. to connect message with worship and and the whole thing. What, what does that look like for you? Yeah, so Pastor Brent is phenomenal to work with. Um, very anointed, powerful man of God. And um, what's great about Pastor Brent is that Pastor Brent actually, not only does he... he bring forth the word but he actually helps us with worship he actually gets up there and he sings with us he, he can sing yes he can sing pastor good. troy this man can sing i can sing too they've seen no, me no. lead it's bad he can he can sing he can sing and so he gets up he, we're st we're very connected I so told him. 
you know, as I help with um, preaching on Thursdays and Sundays, he helps me with, you know, worship and we stay very connected on the direction of the church. We stay direct, we stay connected on, you know, what it is that we're talking about, like right. for right now, being rooted and in, in doing the right. Mary challenge. And then we, we go through songs together and we're sending each other songs like, Hey, what do you think about I this? Send, we that? send a few back and forth, yeah. you know, we do a little bit of that when I'm inspired and stuff like that. And yeah. I send stuff back. I appreciate that. We have a lot. Of, and we do talk about what we're planning and doing, but I, I don't tell him like, move aside. Let me sing. <laughs> yeah. No, he, one time. Pastor Britton doesn't one say time. move aside. He he's, he's got a very humble heart. He's like, I'm there if you need me. That's cool. He's like, he's like, what, what do you need me to do today? As the lead pastor of church, he's coming and he's saying, I want to serve. How can I, I help you? I love How can it. I help? Well, I'll tell you what. When next time I'm at his place, I'll make him sing to me. I want to hear him. He's he, great. He will sing. I want to hear I didn't, know, I didn't know he could sing good. Yes, he can. Very good. Check that out. He's a good man of God. He's got, I know he's got a great heart. Yeah. So, so, so you're getting together. You're kind of working through those kind of things. What are you doing to bring your team along? You know, on a worship team, you'll have people that just joined. Mm-hmm. You'll have people that have been. Like, like Bailey here in church yeah. her whole life. Yeah. Uh, you come out of a worshiping family, yeah. but you'll have different people at different paces. How do you develop the, the team together and the spiritual maturity so that, you know, people are, have room to grow and, mm-hmm. and, and people like yourself aren't getting bored? Yeah. You know, what, what's your strategies there? Well, I mean, I think one of the key things, and, and this is just I, on a non-spiritual level, is just understanding that everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? And what and play to their strengths and kind of just build them up and where they're at spiritually, where they're at, you know, physically and their gifts and their talents and just kind of play to that and just, you know, build each person up based off of their own growth, where they're at. Right. That's really good. Uh, you guys got people at different levels on your worship team, different different skills, newer people. Yeah, been around long. Yeah, so we, I mean, we've had people that have been like with Bailey, she's been helping me lead worship for five years. Um, you know, and she's, very anointed, and we got people that just started um, on our worship team this last year. Now, now we talked about in the intro your recovery church. You have a lot of people in recovery yeah. programs. We probably we probably have a couple people that are in a version of recovery. Yeah, but we're not a recovery church, right? And, and not that we're not open to it. I just think that takes a very special anointing in ministry. And it some does. of them are going to other places. It's a call. So it's you know so we might have one or two people that I'm aware that I need to help with that mm-hmm. and coach them with that, encourage them. But when you have a church largely of people are coming from addiction yeah. recovery. As you bring people into worship, somebody that's coming out of recovery, you're going to face some challenges. They're, they're taking on challenges. Now, now they're leading yeah. in worship, which is going to put a, a, a demonic target on their back. Right. Yeah. How do you manage that? Stay connected with them mm-hmm. um, is key. Stay connected with your team. Pray with them. You know, we have we try to have meetings to where we, we all get together and we worship together and just love on one another and just be there. Um, but the, the real key is just staying connected. Um, letting them know that you're there because a lot of people, like you were saying, we have a lot of people that come to our church that, you know, are coming out of recovery or coming out of addiction or whatever the case may be. And um, they need extra time or they haven't grown, grew up in church. Mm-hmm. This is their first experience with, with church. Right. And so, you know, it's vital that we just stay connected with them and just loving on them and just I, let you, them know we're you there. You know what's interesting is uh, here I'm pastoring a more established church, you know, came in that way. Yeah. But when I was pastoring brand new churches, I mean, when I was going in myself and it was me and Lucas's parents and we're it, you know, yeah. and, or I went to Waterloo and it was just me and my wife and we're, we're going in and planting a church from scratch. And we're, the whole purpose is to find and convert people to Christ right. and build a brand new church family. So everybody's green, Yeah. you know? So it was very common in my days. I recruited people through worship. 
Yeah. And that doesn't fly some places because they go, well, they're going to go on the worship platform. They've got to have all their stuff together and their stuff can't stink anymore. And it's got to be proper and prim and they've got to have been Jesus lovers for 4,000 years. I wish that were. That's the way, that's the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but that's not the case where I was. Matter of fact, there are people I led on the platform in my, in those days that were still not even Christians. Right. It builds their faith. And I did it on purpose. Yeah. I would, I would, they'd come to me and say, Hey, I, 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 I'm friends with these musicians because we had a, one of my churches had a very strong music culture Yeah, and people were coming because they, their buddies would say, Hey, we got pretty, they're playing contemporary music, cool yeah. music. And so they'd say, Hey, my buddy plays bass. We need a bass. Can you play? Mm-hmm. I said, well, are you a Christian? He says, no. He says, but I'm really digging what you're doing. I said, here's what I'll do. Uh, if you'll, this guy's on the worst team that so I brought him. If you'll sponsor him and you guys will be together, I'm going to let you play on a probationary basis. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna put you in a program. I'm gonna get you in class with me, and I'm gonna let, I let people play through. I I I remember baptizing a lot of those guys, lead them to Christ, and every now and then we lose somebody back to the world. But by and large, their gifts are what their desire to use their gifts for the kingdom of God is what got them in the church. Here, music heals. Yes, music heals people, and a musician know that. Especially yeah. artists know that. Yeah, and whether or not you're just worshiping, whether or not you're a part of the worship team with. Um, playing an instrument or just singing on the platform, whatever the case may be, um, worship does and music heals. And I think it's what you're saying is so vital is just getting people. Yeah, and plugged I understood in. everybody's lives weren't perfect. Sure, yet, and that was a work in progress. I'm and not as perfect. Long, as long as we've got them in a discipleship program, I would work with them. Yeah. If it became a distraction, it was a different thing. That's they it. showed up drunk. They showed up not in the right mind. Right. Yeah, th- that was different. We had another conversation, but. But I did very well. I do a lot less of that these days, mm-hmm. and we probably need to get back to doing more of that back in the church again. Yeah. But you, then you have to have very strong people on your team that are willing to take on projects and, and to, to go have the coffees they need to have to spend that exactly. time. Exactly. More and, of a responsibility. And we did a one on If we took somebody on, somebody on the team had to mentor, be a big brother, big sister to them. Yeah. Right. And, and then I kind of held them responsible. And I they think we sure might they, do something like that. I like that. Yeah, idea. big brother, big I sister. Li- I, I, th- I really like that. Um, yeah. You know, I th- Just give one-on-one on connection. They had to do my members' class as long as they were doing the class. Yeah, I was getting to know them. They're getting to know. We let them use their talents. Yeah, I like that because I mean, right now, you know, I'm serious. There's, there's all kinds of secular musicians out there that if they found out that their gifts really from yeah. God, yeah. they could get turned on yeah. for. Oh, uh, it's like Satan knows how powerful music is. Yeah, take it yeah. back. Yeah, it's right. like it's like if you can then show these people how powerful it is for the kingdom of God. It's like it's uh, yeah. It's well, I've good. seen a lot of churches where they want to put somebody through the ringer for. 12 years while they get properly discipled, then we'll let them back on. We'll let them audition for the worship platform. Yeah. They can, they might be the next American idol. We'll see. Or, or the next Christian idol. You know? Yeah. And so I, I do in my early days, I did what you did. I wasn't necessarily dealing with people in recovery, but I was dealing with young novice seekers. Sure. Yeah. And I, you're going to get a lot of that, or you're going to get somebody that's gave their life to Christ, but they're, they're on the edge of, right. when you're in recovery, you get a bad day and reach back and the old man creeps up. Yeah. And you grab for that thing. That doesn't mean you're lost. No. That means you fell down. The Bible says a righteous man falls down. Yeah. But the key is a righteous man gets back, back up. up. Yeah. Yeah. What separates the righteous from the wicked is the getting up. Yeah. yeah. Come on. That's good. So we yeah. need to quit beating people to the ground. We need to cheer that they get up. Yeah. That's, that's it. Because we all get, I mean, gosh, King David was a man after God's own heart. God, he got knocked down a lot. Yes, he did. You know? Yes, he did. So I, I, he knocked himself down a lot. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did. I understand they don't probably need to be teaching 
teaching Sunday school class or preaching the next week in the pulpit, mm-hmm. or they probably don't need to be speaking on mic. A lot of us are getting their testimony, but you can use people. Use their gifts. Yeah. A, a, a man, the Bible says in Proverbs, I think a man's gift makes room for him. Yeah. I know that's sexist, but it's either or, but, but a person's gift makes room for them. Yeah. And maybe that gift opens a door to realize they've been playing drums in the secular place. And yeah. all they knew was late night, you know, playing next thing you know, they find out God could use them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They never knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Take them back. Reclaim. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think no matter what a person's going through, you can still recognize the power of what, like of what worship is. Yeah. Like you can, you can recognize that, Oh gosh, there's like, there's something happening here. Like we're, it's like this heaven, like we're joining with heaven and it's like a supernatural thing. I agree. And yeah, there's just power in that. Okay. Yeah. Worship leader exercise. Bailey, you can jump in on this too. Okay. You guys are here. One of the reasons I did this series is as a pastor, as a worship leader, we sit up and we go, I just preached my brains out. The worship was just stellar. And you got somebody back over here. It looks like, you know, or, or they're just not engaged. And maybe they're not engaged because they're worried about something, something sure. bad's happening. They're like, yeah. oh, but, but you also see that person 12 weeks in a row. And you're like, my gosh, it's like having a bowl of honey nut oats, not even honey oats, oats <laughs> with no milk. I mean, just dry, no sugar, no brown sugar. Delicious. No, no, yeah. Just dry. <laughs> you just, I mean, there's just, I mean, you just see things and you go, man, you're you're missing this. Pastor's poured his heart out. The worship's been stellar. And you look at somebody that looked like they just just dried out like leather, you know. Yeah. What are some things you guys could help people to help them know how they could enhance the worship time? You know, uh-huh. you know, or, or, or both for the group, but also for themselves. I think some people just need to know that while you're up top leading, we're actually all leading because technically God's the audience and we're the worship team. Yeah. So even the people in the pews. Yeah. Yeah. So what I tell my worship team all the time, cause we designate, we probably have two to three singers, um, a service. And then we have probably 13 on our team. Um, so a lot of them, they're off the platform. And I tell our worship team this all the time. You lead more off the platform than you do on the platform. So you're using them as plants in the crowd to create energy. That's a great idea. Man, go out there and just be a worshiper. Number one, if you got mics out in the crowd like Lucas does, it'll make those sound a lot better. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we don't we don't You don't do that. Well, you don't have Lucas. I don't have Lucas, exactly. You have Lucas. You have have, have room mics. Yeah. I need a Lucas. Every church needs a Lucas. So just because you're not on the platform doesn't mean you're you're still a worship leader. Right. And that will infect other people. That will infect Yeah, when somebody's singing around you engaging, other people engage. Right. And that's why if you go back to the first episode and you listen, we talked about, you know, your worship can be somebody else's breakthrough. And that's the point is that somebody may come in there having a bad day. Somebody may come in, they're just struggling, depressed. They may have fought, fought with their spouse. They may just, you know, be on the verge of suicide or on, you know, just feeling depressed and full of anxiety. And they're just in there and they're just like, God, I know this is where I'm supposed to be, but I'm just not understanding. But if you have people around you that are worshiping, people that's come from that walk of life, people that came out of depression and anxiety. It's change the atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change the way that we, that it's going to change the way that they respond. Right. You know, and we can go up there as as worship pastors and worship leaders, and we can go up there, man. We can raise our hands and we can give it our best, and we can sing, and we can have everything going right for us that service. But if we don't have other people out there just worshiping and being connected with God and being rooted and being invested in doing the Mary Challenge, 
then somebody else may not catch that. Right, I got you. Know, you. They need to catch so what it, it is. My, my summary of that is infectious worship changes the atmosphere. Absolutely, yeah. it does. And worship people worshiping. So that's a cool idea to, to kind of charge your non-platform people. Uh, Lucas, Ben, that's a great idea with our team too because we've got people that rotate and stuff and just kind of putting the responsibility on them. You know, while you're off the platform, you're not off. Yeah, right. so I'll, tell, you're I'll still even go to them. Yeah. yeah, I'll still go to them and be like, hey, I'm not having you sing today, but I need you to be the worshiper out there in the in the altar today. Yeah, go grab the lyrics. You know, you know, because we use the media. What do you guys use? Do you guys use the what, what's the thing we use where you tell everybody what the songs are going to be? Oh, the MD mic. No, wait, wait. no, I'm talking about the, the oh song. planning center. Planning center. Yeah. Do you oh, guys yeah. use planning center? No, we use uh, what's called uh, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have Lucas. No, I so, don't have so, a Lucas. So, so, so <laughs> planning mm. center. So everybody on our team, even if they're not on a platform, can see what's going on. Yeah. You know, and be I have prepared. a Facebook group with everybody. Yeah, they could be prepared. in this private group, and I put it in there, and everybody can see it. And if you really think about your philosophy there, Levitical worshipers are Levitical worshipers. Whether you're on duty or off duty, you're still a Levite. Yes. You're still part of the priestly family. Right. And you carry yourself in that way. You're lifting up the name, whether you're in the pew or out there. And right. technically, again, we're all worshipers. Right. We worship one audience of one. Yeah. And if we have that attitude, it, will, it can be very infectious. In right. What yeah. yeah, other things could you see would help enhance? <clears throat> so planning people in worship, what are other things you could help people understand how they can enhance the worship experience there and around them? Um, I'd say just loving on them. Uh, just showing showing the love of Christ and showing what um, worship is, what serving the Lord is all about, and serving just... Well, worship is from the time you walk in the door... Absolutely. ...until the time you leave. That's when we lead worship. Right. You know, when people are walking in and we're shaking their hands, that's us leading worship and just loving on them and just saying God's good. And whenever we're leading worship during the actual worship service when pastor brent is preaching that's worship during altar or invitation that's that's worship to the time we're leaving we're level on people that's all just worship at all it all glorifies him can i can, one of our challenges here is is when you when you take that philosophy that you've got worships from the beginning to the end mm. whether it's the preaching moment or whether it's the worship songs yeah. or other stuff in between are your people in West Frankfurt, we've got really demented, messed up people in Marion area. <laughs> Nobody knows how to go to church on time here. Yeah. No matter what we do. I've been fighting it for 14 years here. I've done everything I can. Mm. I've done, I, we've done pre-worship and tried to get trick people into worship. We've, we've done everything. I've begged, borrowed. I've even done times where we, I said, I'm going to preach after the first song. So you have to show up. Yeah. They were still dragging in the middle of my sermon. It was just frustrating. Yeah. And you know, they, you know, the worship team, when they start, it can be depressing. Yeah. It can be, our room can be one third capacity of what we'll have. And by the time they get to song three, we're at a pretty full room. And, and there are some people in our church that have no clue that we do three to four worship songs each week. Oh, wow. that, I think a lot of them think we do no, one they, song. They know. They just they don't want to sit through all of so it. So <laughs> we have the a- absolute um, opposite problem at Live Source. I want to hear what, what happens with Frankfurt. Um, so our problem is when we do... What? Food. Food. Yeah, food. 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 <laughs> Lucas we, says we food. Do. We have the opposite problem because we do... Um, I'm terrible about it. We don't do off-night worship practice. We practice that morning, or we practice it that evening right before service. And um, same, that's what we do. Uh, and we'll have a full uh, sanctuary while in there, we're in there practicing. Wow. And I'll be like, you know, I'm trying to push people out the door because if I need to correct Bailey, I don't want them to think that I'm mean to Bailey. Well, we don't let people in. We, we shut them out. We have, I know. But we have our own private worship 
And then we do our well, our kitchen where we serve the meal is like right there too. So you're so stuck. Of, yeah, we are stuck. We're, we're in trouble. Are just running in you're in trouble, out. aren't you? Yeah, we're in trouble. The so they ca- they'll come in there, and so I mean, we don't have that problem. Whenever it comes time for seven o'clock or eleven thirty, we have probably 150 people in the altar ready to worship. That's just crazy. They're ready to worship. I like one thing They're about hungry. our worship. Well, team. number one is you don't have service till it's about the end of day. So right. that, that may be <laughs> puts a proper impact, but it doesn't matter what we do. It seems to be on that. I've yeah. tried everything with that. They, they, they're ready to receive. They come in, they're ready. And well, I love it. We West have Frankfurt, we tip our hat to that. You know, no, they, they, their church is hungry, not just yeah. for food. Yeah, I, I like that. Well, I I think ben our people I think our people are hungry. I just don't think they can get their butts to church on time. You know, I, I'm not supposed to say butts. Sorry, Beth. Bottoms to church on time. I don't know what the deal. Is. I I I'd like to trick them and change clocks and stuff. But but change your pe- service to 11:30. Well, maybe you know, and, and maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe maybe we just ask her if we move this service to 11, would y'all show up? And then we you know I don't know. But one of the things that we 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 did a couple of years ago, we decided that we were going to intentionally kind of get people around touching each other's hands, greet everybody in the room. Yeah. And so we kind of cut out 120 seconds and just let the band go crazy and go greedy everybody. And I have found we, we, we wanted to put it at the beginning of service, try to get people to come and do that. It didn't work. We've actually just strategically just started dropping it in the middle of the service. But yeah. one thing that I have noticed when I, when I do it, even if I do it very late in the service, I've noticed that it, it brings the sanctuary alive and it does change how people interact after that. Mm-hmm. It's like, all, and I could see as people go around, it's like the cuckleburrs come off and all of a sudden they realize right. they're not in worship alone. Their friends are here. Right. And I see, I see a change and that's why we have moved it around a little bit. And we, I even did it real late Sunday. I, I was late in the room. They didn't do the early start like we would have done. Usually I'd say, Hey, after two, I didn't come up after two cause I didn't need to get up and do it. It was, it was, yeah. but I thought, I got up, I'm still going to let people greet each other. And then they greet each other. We went back into worship and it was, it was stellar. Yeah. So it's like flows, like the whole Because Holy the greeting, just... the worship, the preaching, all that is part of the worship experience, loving yeah. God, right. loving each other. And I like your philosophy. And that's where I've got, that's where I began to see is just when you go greet each other and, and hug on each other for a few minutes, that is an act of worship. Right. It is. It may relieve somebody of stress. You have some stress. Yeah. Maybe you just need somebody that loves you right. and doesn't need something from you other than the love of the Lord. And we take it the first um, probably about 15 minutes of um, service. So we start at 1130, 15, 20 minutes. We're doing corporate prayer. Um, yeah, the men will before, up before we even sing a song, the entire room is just praying together. Just, just getting ready to go. Man, we're just Just humming, huh? Yeah. We're just we're all just praying, speaking in tongues, just letting God just move. We're just going to cancel our service next week and just link in with them and wire in or something. Come we're, on, yeah, yeah we're going to do that. Sweet, I, I, I love what I'm hearing from you guys. I love what God's doing there, and uh, that's great. Tell tell me a little bit about your heart for getting. Okay, somebody's coming new to Life Source. Yeah, they're new in. They're they're they're, they're still hooked on to whatever. Yeah, they're still there. And they're coming in to see what is this about? I hear my buddy got yeah. changed. I hear this happened. They come in as a spectator. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. Everybody was a seeker. I know you grew up in the church, but there, there's still a time when you, sure. when you came back, you came and checked out the church. Oh yeah. I watched. How do you, how do you work to move people from spectator? You know, the, that, whether yeah. it's been the long-term that or the new that, how do you move people from spectator to worshiper? What, what's the strategy for you on that? I think the key is um, testimony. Um, yeah. letting, letting people know what it is that God's brought you through, what, what it is that God's brought others through and where you're going, because people, 
wouldn't i mean people would look at me and probably think that whitney and i've been married for you know 15 years and we've got you know five beautiful kids together but they didn't know that there was a struggle where you know she was abused i was homeless you know and we just went our separate ways and we were completely broken and lost but we serve a god that just heals right wow. we serve a god that restores and and he does that and people need to know that if god can save josh corrales if God can restore me and bring me out of my mess and bring me out of my disaster, then he can bring you out. Are you being vulnerable with that pretty regularly, sharing something? With I, I, I am, pretty often. Are um, others in your team doing something? Absolutely. That? Absolutely. Pastor Brent's vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. Our leadership is vulnerable. Everybody's vulnerable because we want to, it's all glory to him. It's not It's not us. It's not anything so that we've real, done. We hear this a lot in this series. The, the key is people are looking for a church where people are real. Yeah. And you guys are dealing with real tactile people. And getting really real. And, and I think that we have to be a little bit more real because of, you know, our church. Right. You know, people that we do have a lot of people that are recovering. We have a lot of people that are coming out of addiction and depression and abuse. They need to hear there's they something to, they, on the other side. Yeah, they need to know that other people have went through it. Right. That you're not alone in this. That God still saved. God still restores. God still heals. And you... Where you're at now is not where you're going. That's not the end. I have an idea. Maybe next Sunday, we just, when we start the service at 10, we just, I guess we pray for it. We could just pray for 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. And then, and, and then when, fill and, the room. And, and then when all those other people show up, then we say, we think we're ready to worship. We've been praying that you show up. And if we and, and, and maybe they would come shorter, so we'd pray less. I don't know, but 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 we could we could spend that time and just say we're we're just gonna pray. For, we were praying for you. Yeah, I love that. More prayer never hurts anything. No, so. no, we did a few weeks ago. We had something special. We did on. Um, we spent some time with that. Our worship team always has a time together after the rehearsal. Between that, that's been real important for us. Yeah, and growth because we have a lot of people doing things in the church. So one of the things that we did after a couple of years ago is we said we're just gonna have a moment where we where I speak. We just all get together for a moment. 15, 20 of us, whoever's on, and not just staff, but volunteers, key leaders. Sure. We just have a little time of prayer and worship together and before we open ourselves to everybody else. So th those that are going to go out and do certain things, they did have a merry moment. Yeah. Right. They did get a chance to be touched. We did get, they did get to hear the word. So they did awesome. get to have a worship song. Right. He always does a song or we'll, if he's not up to it, we'll throw something up. But, yeah. but I, to me, that's been really important. Some of our best worship for me has just been in that time. So I, I, there's different ways to do it. We're not, nobody here is offering a one size fits all thing. No, 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 no. You got to be who you are, you know, but I love what you guys are. I yeah. love what you guys are doing. Well, what works for us isn't going to work for community. Right. No, 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 no. And I don't think so, but, but we're just going to quit everything we do. And we're going to come up and be with you next week. <laughs> right, 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 Ben, we love what you guys are doing. Okay. Last question. Then we're going to take a break. We'll come back in the third episode of this sub series. And then we're going to get to the, the real concrete pavement here. It's going to be good, but I've got, I, I've got to ask a question. I've been hired by all senior pastors mm -hmm. to get into what I call a senior pastor inquiry. And that inquiry is why do worship pastors always want to eat into our preaching time? And so I've been asked, I, I personally don't care. I, I'm very, I mean, I'm not selfish. I, I'm, he can have all that he wants, but we, I just thought you might have an answer. Ben told me a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, that he was going to be really short that morning. And I thought, great, I got a really big message. I'm going to love it. Yeah. And he wasn't short. He went three extra songs. Yeah. I, I think he meant to be short, but then mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit took off and, sure. and bumped me out of the way. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm cool with that. But some preachers could go. 
Yeah. Man. So, so how do you deal with that with your pastor and, and the balance of that? So I tell that's big issues in some churches. It if is. You're, if you're at First Baptist Blank, <laughs> there's worship pastors, choir directors get fired over that. Right. And there's some churches where if you cut into their time and you don't give them time, that pastor is going to be replaced in a board meeting the next week. Right. How do you deal with that in your church, your balance and working together? Because you've got a good relationship. With yeah, I've got an excellent relationship with Pastor Brent. But I tell him if he, if he would ever ask me um, that my piano sounded really good. And I just wanted to let that go just for a little bit longer. <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. I let Ben go all the time. I that's love what, Ben. That's what Ben's problem is. Is he he's got those beautiful in ear monitors. Spend a lot of time crafting my tone. And he's just got that sound, and he just wants to let it go. But I've seen churches where there's incredible tension. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. probably haven't experienced that. But I've uh, been in churches. I have a little bit. My home church. I have a little bit. I won't name it. The Heron Methodist Church. <laughs> I won't name it. <laughs> Not pointing in the elbow. I won't name it. But back in my day. The pastor, I won't name LeVon Baylor, and I won't name Tamara Sleva. He's with the Lord now. They had massive battles between how many songs and how long and the length of the special and the cantata. And and it got to be quite, it would be like the devil went down to Georgia and you got two fiddle players. I wish I, I, honestly, though, on a serious note, I wish I really did have a really powerful, amazing answer for you on that. Um but I just, I've never, honestly, I've never experienced that. Can, can I say that it, this, I wrote this question because I wanted to get at it. And when I wrote the question, I just kind of bent because Ben told me I was going to get more time that day. And then he burnt me on it. And I wasn't mad about it because he burnt me good. And it was, God moved. And I was so mm. glad he burnt me. But the problem is every worship leader we've had has said the same thing you've said. Yeah. And that's why they're good worship leaders. Yeah. Is we don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. I, yeah. I think without relationship. Yeah relationship yeah. trust yeah like without yeah. there being trust there it ministry isn't going to work anyway right right like but, you, but but i've seen I'm, the other wreck churches yes yeah, absolutely yeah. the yeah. competition yeah, yeah. Churches. and i see none of that in any but, of the worship pastors and the teams we've had and i don't see it in your church we don't have but it. that's but that's why you got to have a strong connection with your pastor that's why you got to yeah. be in prayer together that's why you got to just you know, understand where yeah absolutely. where you're at with you it and just let like man just let god move you know what I'm saying? Don't worry about time. Yeah, and, and that's the one thing I don't care about. Bring your time. snacks with you. I don't care about time. And you guys care nothing about time. Cause Zero. Because you, you got you guys got a lot longer than we do. So so <laughs> what I need to tell our people who think I'm being long, go to Life Source. You'll come on right back. You know, you know. Whenever it, you're there for two and a half hours. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can, I can get on yeah, before church starts. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think what's refreshing about all the worship leaders we've had in this series so far is the interaction of, of just wanting God to move. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and the ebb and flow of working with their leadership team, with the development stuff. And everybody's had their own philosophies yeah. to it. You know, some are more tailored. There's churches that have very stringent one, two, three. And, right. you know, the, the lights are, I mean, the lights are cued to the beat. I mean, Lucas has led in churches, big churches that he's come out of, where the music show is cued to the beat. I've oh, wow. preached in churches as a guest pastor, big, beautiful churches, good friends of mine. And I got up there and the worship team was kicking it. I mean, kicking it. I was kicking it on and it was my turn to preach. And I got there and said, let's go back through that one more time. And the worship leader looked at me like, <laughs> because I didn't know they couldn't fire back in that, jump back in that anywhere. Oh, I didn't wow. know their lighting show was timed to the beat that finished. And they had no way to pick that song back up. And now when they try to pick it back up, they were having to pick it up all natural 
and it really embarrassed them. Yikes. So they told me don't ever in the second and third service. I didn't do it. Yeah. I was scared to. Well, Lu- Lucas will tell you there's some multi-campus mega churches out there where Lucas, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but literally they have different worship teams in the different campuses, but they are all playing to the same click and tracks over time in over campuses, ears, multi, multi-campus. multi-campus. Yes, in our region. So, yeah. So, and the preachers go, and, and the here. preachers I don't go, know of any churches no, here no, that do that but oh. I do know of churches here that do it. And, and I know that I know that when this this time ends yeah. the preachers going to come on at the, all the campuses so if God would be moving over here and people would be getting saved and slain the holy ghost you know they got to shut that down because the preachers coming on right oh, no. yeah. so, yeah. so they're streaming they're streaming the, the preachers sermon at multi campus but but like Worse, there's their own worship teams, but they're playing to the same cues, so they're yeah. on the same beat. Oh, that's crazy. Holy and if, if anything happens, like it throws everything off. Like, and, like, and yeah. some of those churches have the ability to to continue their local worship and pick up the. They got delayed tape, and they can pick up the tape a little oh, bit later. Wow. They do, but but there's a lot of rules, and sometimes the bigger church, the the, the churches you think people out there, the churches you think that are exotic on TV, the big super churches, yeah. they are more rigid than anything you've ever believed in your life. And I'm not... We're not knocking that. No, no, no. No, no, no. They're returning. But yeah. the I feel freedom, like it takes away the purpose of worship. It, it can, but they've gotten there and, and, and God has blessed them. I, I think what's cool I'm finding in, in the churches we've met with here is everybody's had some freedom and they've had very good control to let God really move. Yeah. So, I'm not we saying that's only we could, yeah, no, we couldn't do I that couldn't at live source because we'll baptize you right in the middle of service. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't function on either. Now, I, I may realize it's going to be a long service. I need to order a subway through Grubhub. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but we're not going to get in the way of God. No, no, right. no, nah, nah, we're going to get out of the way. Yeah. I, can we agree that we need to get out of the way of God? That's let it. God have it. That's it. God is in control. Amen. And, and as you said, you know, let's get back to the heart of worship. Yes, Infectious worship changes the atmosphere of the room. Yes, it does. So we're going to come back in, in chapter three of this thing. You're going to love it. Life Source Church. Go find them 1130. Sleep in. Go there on Sunday. Don't eat anything Thursday, Friday. Go there and eat for them four to six or so. Jump in there. Thursday, they have service. Friday, they have recovery groups. If you need a recovery group, Brent Piles is their pastor. He is a great man of God. Yes, he love is. Brent like, like he's one of my own brothers in the Lord, and, and he's got my full support. We're going to be back in the last part, the Walk Away series. Uh, Joshua, we're going to have you and... Bailey back, and we're going to get into the deepest part of this episode, Worship Leaders of Southern Illinois Series. Come back and join us for that. Check us out. Uh, we're at On The Dock here, on the dock.org. Check us out. Email us at info at onthedock.org to get more information about our show. Donna, our executive producer, would love to talk to you. Go find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, SermonNet, and all of our five social media partners. We'd love to hear you. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. And come on YouTube and see my dressage. <laughs> Subscribe, hit like, notify. You can even tell me you don't like my dressage. Just subscribe, hit like, and notify, tell others. And check out the show. It's a great show. Great information here. Love to have you as a Patreon partner. And as we told you, go to Life Source Church if you're not got a church. And you can also come to Community Faith Church. We meet Wednesday, 6.30, Sundays at 10 o'clock. We have a online community at coftv.com. We want you to watch that, but we really want you to come to church here. You can check that out. We'd love to see you. If you can't get here, go to Life Source. Go to both, 10 o'clock, 11.30. Be super churched. There you go. Been good to have you. Bailey you. again. Joshua, yes. good. Ben, thank you. Thank you. Lucas, thank you so much for joining us in episode two. Now, get ready. Get ready to listen to Joshua Krause as he leads us in worship. Check it out. See you back soon.
Oh